This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Rich. Hey, Paul. Let's talk about Star Wars Visions, episodes four, five, and six. Awesome. Let's do that. Wait a minute. Let's just do that. Is that like A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? I thought about that because when I was typing down my notes, yeah, I typed I typed episode four in my outline. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, episode four. That's like A New Hope. And it, except they're not really <laughs> liked it at all. Really. No, no, not at all. No. Although the middle one is the longer one. So it kind of is like the yeah you know i mean empire is kind of the longer one out of the three or is it and Jedi? i don't remember i don't remember either i'm talking on my ass over here man <laughs> this guy's got a talking butthole it's a real problem you <laughs> <laughs> get me in all kinds of trouble folks <laughs> for for this podcast and other things really. <laughs> can't sit on a bus without somebody going hey who the hell said that <laughs> <laughs> so so the these visions things are just part of it like this is relatively i think i think we want to said this before this is like this is some of the freshest stuff we're doing ever yeah. on this podcast right yeah definitely. This, this just came out a couple of weeks ago or something like that and, and we've already done an episode of the first three mm-hmm. episodes of visions and we yeah. we just took them in chunks of three and so today we're talking like, like i said talking about four five six the second three of three groups of three <laughs> so if there's any more way for me to say threes and numbers let's just do that now and get it out get, get it fucking out of the way <laughs> it's like it's like poetry paul <laughs> this, this guy's a poet he's, just, he's like a he's a podcast poet man he's a podcast poet <laughs> a, po- a poet cast podcaster podcaster there you go so so i move that we just jump we just do them in order okay right? that four works. five six so episode four which is the first of the three that we're doing today <laughs> is called the village bride is it the village and bride i thought it said the village bridge <laughs> really i missed that uh oh i'll Hold check on. that I'll yeah check. i, I want to make sure that shit uh, <laughs> i hope i'm not i hope i'm wrong i hope you were right about that village bride yeah it is the village bride yeah yeah it is Folks, what you're dealing with here is the fact that I'm a moron and I can't read, apparently. <laughs> see, see, now I'm so pissed because because it would have been way better for you to intro it. We're going to start with episode four. It's called The Village Bridge. And then you would have blown my mind. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what. I Maybe I was, maybe I'd smoked a big... <laughs> that bag of crack right before i watched this episode see, the, the thing the thing too is like i can just imagine you on their couch or at your desk or wherever and you're watching it and you're like where's the bridge in this thing? i know like, I, kept thinking that. <laughs> I did keep thinking that i did keep thinking that i was wondering like oh i'm so glad at one, at one point there was like this outcropping i was like oh is that the bridge it was like oh so it's like it's like maybe the bridge is like What's gonna be a bridge? Yeah, yeah. The bridge is like the bridge. <laughs> the bridge is a bridge to, to a new future where they don't have these droid guys bugging them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. It. That's definitely. It's it. like it's a bridge from like the Star Wars of old, like films and stuff, <laughs> to to and you and you know what you like 
when you look across a bridge, you use your vision, right? So yeah. it's Star Wars visions, totally. and you're looking across the village bridge, man. So deep. At the village so bride. <laughs> At the village bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, well, let's 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 rich let's get a hot take from you on this one considering that you had an awkward title in your head the whole time <laughs> what, did, what did you think of this one um i thought this one was okay i thought yeah. there were interesting bits to it they talk about becoming one with the planets and yeah. they talk about the planet's memories we are the sky we are the forest we are right. the river we yeah. are one Yep. Yeah, and and I I thought that was interesting, and I started to realize, you know, this is a note for from one of the later from one of the later episodes here, but it seems like every episode in this show so far has kind of redefined what the force is or how they view the force for that episode's paradigm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really liked this one because this yeah. one again kind of fed into that whole that whole. Lion Kingy thing where you know you kind of the circle of life, right? So where you where you build a bridge from one village to the next. <laughs> it's just it's the village bridge. Find a bride. Find a bride. Find a bride. Find a bride. Walk her across the bridge. You know, make the make the bride build the bridge. That's how it works. <laughs> as as bride is the bridge. tradition, the traditions of old. That's right. Force force the bride to build a bridge, <laughs> as our people have done for centuries. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yes, I, I'm, I'm more or less in the same place as you. Like this was, this was, this was, it was okay. And it had some really interesting tidbits to it. Right. One thing I noticed too, is that it had a vocal style all its own compared to other ones. The vocal style had a little more and, and, and like it had a little more both weight to what people said and just in terms of how people spoke, but also it, it gave like this there was like a larger gap between people speaking yeah right like you maybe needed a bridge to cross that gap (laughs) (laughs) okay shit but i mean seriously though it was it was it was that way though you know it had this like here is my line and then there's like a kind of a beat yeah. Before you say yours, you know what I mean? Right. And like at first it was a little off-putting, I thought. But it, I, I mean, I kind of got used to it. It wasn't really all that bad after a while, I thought. Right. But I, I did notice it kind of right away as a as a as a stylistic voice acting choice. Yeah. Voice directing choice, I guess. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I'm I'm not familiar with the studios that are making these, you know, because I don't really watch anime, but uh, maybe that's just a, maybe that's a trademark of of that studio there, that studio yeah. yeah yeah so i don't i don't really know but i did notice that i, did notice. I also noticed that catching blaster bolts with the force yeah really became a thing after yeah, the force did. after force awakens it was like <laughs> you know what we can do we can catch that shit with the force let's do that <laughs> right and now it appears it appears in lots of places now these days right. you know what i mean yep. people are stopping blaster bolts with the force whereas that wasn't really a thing before that. And that's okay. No. I mean, things change, whatever, that's fine. But like, it, it does show you too, kind of the, the impact that, so, so there's, so there's catching blaster bolts with the force, right? Yep. There's the, there's the last Jedi moment, the silent blast of the Holdo maneuver. Right. That, that showed up in that other one, right? right. That, yeah. that style showed up, right? So like, there's definitely, 
like all these things have the like even so even the sequel trilogy has its own like ripple effect throughout all of the media that appear after it you know yeah. what i mean yeah um that's good bad or otherwise right but like right. you like prior to prior to sequel trilogy catching a blaster bolt or having that stark silent yeah kind of thing it wasn't a thing in star wars right Right. so like i'm kind of like kind of what i maybe maybe this kind of gets to what i hope for in star warsia altogether (laughs) is that things like this this visions stuff yeah starts to leak like like broadening the palette here gives things a chance to leak back into other things yeah definitely Definitely. This like because because I especially want to talk about something in episode five that might that would be a good thing to to start to draw out. But th- this one has I also I really enjoyed that there was one part of this that I was really like drawn into, which was there's that that Padawan who's walking around with that guy with a bucket for a head kind yeah. of thing. Who at first I thought might be her master, but it wasn't her master, I guess. At the end, she decides to forego her mask and her and her 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 rat padawan rat tail thing right yeah she, she kind of off her rat tail yep. she she like promotes herself to to night essentially right. and then she takes action against the 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 bad guys mm-hmm. right and it had like with all of the with all of the nature metaphors and you know a sort of timelessness of things like the the sun will the sun has been rising since before we were born the sun will be setting long after we're dead right mm-hmm. all of those things it ha- it gave it a flavor of like legend and myth almost yeah like this timeless quality of that stuff and so Definitely. when she when she ignites her lightsaber and does the like super fast like watch out move and chops the guy's arm off and, and kills him too at the end to save the to save the bride I, I was i was struck by a moment of that it had the warrior monk thing to it right it had the it had that flavor of kung fu where yeah where there's like there's a move that you can't defend against right right and the and the person who does the move first has to sort of discover it in themselves right and then now the technique is available to me because i discovered in myself the need for the technique Right. right and so it was it was so cool that that bit of it was really cool i thought yeah definitely and then she hops in her like fighter thing and goes off to other Jedi shit, right? Right. Yeah, it goes to do other yeah. Jedi shit. She had a now her her lightsaber was a samurai blade. Was a blade kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, wasn't it was like your cool. typical, you know, rounded, you know, straight lightsaber. It was a I don't know if it was a katana or what, but I don't know. Yeah. It looked, yeah. yeah. It looked different. And that's something that I think each of these actually has a different look to the, like the there's a lightsaberness to things here yeah which like when episodes. you think about it makes total sense yeah because like think back to when you're a kid and when you're thinking about star wars mm-hmm. what's the one fucking coolest thing when you're a kid it's lightsabers Absolutely. dude it's like fucking lightsabers man mm-hmm. i still have a bucket i still have a bucket full of play lightsabers <laughs> down in the basement somewhere right on um I mean, you were, we were playing with cardboard. It was lightsabers from the yep. moment, from the jump. That's what it from was. the get go. It was lightsabers, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so, yeah, this, yeah, this is pretty good. It was, it was, it had the the, the 
all of these episodes when lightsabers appear they uh, kind of have that sensibility of yeah they're cooler than you th- have been doing them guys <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah there's a sense of awe in in every single one of these episodes lightsaber moments, yeah right yeah especially in the middle one especially in the yeah Jedi. let's yeah. jump to that one because that you one know, i mean we're, we're on lightsabers now because yeah. lightsabers are central to that one yeah definitely so, so the next one, the episode five of this trilogy is called the ninth Jedi. And really it's, it's like we said, it's, it's centered around lightsabers. The whole thing is there's a guy on some godforsaken planet harvesting kyber crystals, like from the atmosphere mm-hmm. or from orbit around the planet Yeah, and making lightsabers. Yep. And so a bunch of these Jedi guys get summoned there because they're going to get some lightsabers and go be like better Jedis or whatever, better Jedi or whatever. Right. And uh, the thing, the thing kind of turns on lightsabers because the, the, the part of this one that was so, so interesting to me. And so call back to earlier when I said this one had a thing that I thought should be like, just permanently a thing. Yeah. Yep. Or possibly permanently a thing was that, so it, it has been kind of a like, in in much of the in much of the material that we've seen in the last five ten years or whatever, kyber crystals have that sort of like they're they're not just a thing that focuses like a laser, right. they're connected to the force somehow. Yeah. yeah. And so you have the like Darth Vader like choking one out or whatever to like <laughs> to like turn his his crystal red. You know right. what I mean? Right. And then you have like basically all of the episodes of this thing so far have crystals or whatever kind of crystals at the center of them. What I think was really cool was that like when you, you as somebody connected with the force, when you turn on the lightsaber, the blade responds to you yes. in the force. Yes. And, and so like, and so like the, the, the color, the shape, all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. has, has impact based on you, just you as a user of the force. Right. And so the plot, it uses these to great effect in the plot because the twist is, or one of the twists, I guess, is that most of these Jedi guys who show up at the thing, they're Sith. Right. And yeah. once they once they get their gift lightsabers from this lightsaber smith mm-hmm. and they all turn them on, all but two of them are red. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. And then and then the guy, the guy who turns out to be inside the robot, he's mm-hmm. he's kind of dressed up in what seems like Sithy kind of garb. Right. But he turns his thing on, it's not red. So okay. he is not a Sith guy. He's not dark side, whatever. What a great reveal, too, when when yeah. you see that they're these these lightsabers, you know, they make that point that they respond to who you are as a Jedi. Yeah. And then when those other when those quote unquote Jedi turn them on and they're red. Yeah, there is that there is that holy shit moment. I think one of the coolest parts too, of of that whole conceit is that the young girl, who clearly has talent in the force, right? When when she when she first turns her lightsaber on, it's sort of transparent, right? So it still it still functions as a lightsaber, but it just doesn't have a color to it, right? And then yeah. in the course of like fighting off these Sith guys, it gains a color, right? As that she's like green, going through, right? yeah, yeah, green or blue, one of those two, maybe green. Yeah, I think it was green. Green, okay. Yeah, but I think what was cool is that the, the more she fought, the more she engaged against the Sith, the closer she got to the Force, and I think that's what that—that's the way I took it. I felt like yeah. that's what that's what 
was happening there, right? She was getting more in tune with her abilities in the force. And that's what was generating the color on the lightsaber. Yeah. I, I, I fucking love that dude. Honestly, that is, I think, sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say that that, and the fact that we have now a blade master who creates the lightsabers for these force wielders, because typically, you know, typically a Jedi create lightsaber themselves. They find a crystal, they create the lightsaber, yeah but then there's also lightsabers that get passed down you know left yeah. and right you know yeah but I, the idea that you have like this this blade master to make yeah. the lightsaber for you and then it becomes your own when it when it becomes harmonized when it comes becomes harmonized with who you are in the force yeah what a great fucking concept so concept. cool so great yeah I, the guys kind of says that like not only the color but like the shape and all that stuff too has an effect mm-hmm. and you didn't really see that play out in the battle necessarily, but right. I thought just like just taking that concept forward into the rest of the universe, then from from that point on or whatever. Like maybe I mean maybe this lightsaber smith guy has maybe his force ability is to like make crystals that are even better or whatever that have this this quality to them. But right. like you could you could build spy intrigue around that kind of stuff. Yeah, you definitely. could you could also you could also build it into the rituals of the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah. Right. Like, like just testing, just testing people along their path of training. Right. And just like, because it's, I don't think you have a lightsaber right away. You get kind of get a lightsaber later on in your Jedi training. Yeah. But like, you know, every, every, let's just say there's like a, the, the yearly ceremony where you can touch a lightsaber and turn it on. And then the Jedi masters can sort of observe and feel like, how is this lightsaber responding to this Padawan? Oh man, I love how, that. How, how are we doing in our training? Right. Yeah. How are we doing? How are we doing in all of this stuff? And then, and then, of course, there's like the uh, disciplinary things too, right? Of like a Jedi goes out to the outer rim and comes back, and his lightsaber is all fucked up. Well, then they kind of know that he went through some shit, right? Yeah. And maybe he needs like <laughs> Jedi counseling or whatever, you know? Because because <laughs> it's like you know, you know, pink with polka dots or some crazy shit, right? And they're like, right. whoa, Jedi this guy counseling. went through, yeah. <laughs> Jedi therapy or whatever, but like I just I just think that they could be powerfully used, and then to like especially with the additional concept of having the physical shape and size of it be affected too. Yeah, like there's there's just really a lot you could do with that story wise that could that yeah. kind of mix in with stuff, you know. And I and I think maybe it makes me rethink a little bit because I don't know. This is I'm just going kind of off the rails here a little bit, but like all of the random stuff in star Wars, there's like tons of these artifacts or whatever that have some element of the force to them. Right. They they do things or they, they control things or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, I don't know if I like that plot device for this or that thing. It's like a little heavy handed, but if it's, if it's more like just the force objects responding to Jedi more, and then like just kind of, woven into their lives rather than we found an ancient sith artifact that can eat you know oceans or whatever something like that right right that's like okay whatever continent another fucking planet killer thing right but if it's <laughs> but if like but if like jedi like just totally off the top of my head randomness but it, like the idea here is like imagine that jedi had like a like their jedi watch right, right. and it somehow 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 the watch was affected too by your state in the force or by the state of the force 
around you and you could sort of it, be, it became and maybe it becomes like the the glowing blue swords in the lord of the rings right where you can like oh yeah maybe maybe some things can point out where there's like extra dark side shit going on right like a, like a jedi mood ring or something a jedi mood ring or a, <laughs> or a, or a dark side compass right or something like yeah, that, yeah. Right? in I, I never liked these books too much but i read like seven of them i don't know why i forced myself to read like seven of them was the the wheel of time series by robert jordan oh yeah and and the, there there was there was men and women who could like use different different kind of different halves of this magic force that's in that world there so they could they could do what's called channeling which was just doing magic stuff right okay and and they had objects in this world that they had objects that could interact with those who could channel so either they could like enhance your channeling for a certain thing or they could like affect how that magic force did certain things with you so there was there was one object that could help you enter a dream world when you slept so okay. if you channeled your power you could like enter a dream world and do like kooky things in a dream world and there was another one that was like the size of the statue of liberty or some shit that could like just blow the face off something or other and, but but it all depended on the person doing the channeling to sort of use that object in concert with their channeling okay. and so i always i always kind of like that in terms of like it's not just a it's not just a MacGuffin kind of thing, right? It's it's really kind of built into the the mysterious nature of the the world there, you know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool concept. But like, if I'm sure eventually someday somebody will unearth these podcasts and hear me say this, but like, <laughs> Wheel of Time is just like, don't bother, man. Like, <laughs> it's such a fucking slog, and it's just not. Anyway, <laughs> there, there, I said it. There, I said it. I got it off my chest. I finally, I finally told the world that I don't think the wheel of time is very good, <laughs> and and the the cacophony of who cares is deafening. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to me, right. But anyway, so the but the, this the force objects and things that kind of tie to you in the force. I like that. I like that thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. concept. And I think that that actually puts this as one of my favorite episodes so far yeah. of this show. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, so I have a question. This is something that came up. And actually, I have another question for the next episode. But for this particular episode, for the Ninth Jedi, have we ever seen somebody assemble their own lightsaber in a movie or a TV show or any of that? I can't remember. And I don't think we have. Oh, not I'm, not I'm, visually right because right because like in in some of the films we see we see the time jump between when somebody hasn't constructed it and then when they have right right right, right so luke makes his but he makes it off screen right right ray yep. ray makes hers but she makes it off screen right exactly. so yeah. we i don't think i yeah i think you're right i don't think we've ever seen probably the closest you come to that is really in fallen order when what's yeah. his name is tinkering with the lightsabers as he's like doing stuff you know yeah that's probably about the closest we get mm-hmm. like you know media wise to to lightsaber building you know right right yeah. i just thought that was really cool what they what they did in this to kind of show you how the kyber crystal fits in the yeah. hilt and how the hilt fits, fits into the sheath and all that yeah i mean that just that yeah, well, I guess it wasn't a sheath. You know what I mean? But you, yeah, you know, 
like yeah. it fits into the you know, outside of the, sh- the 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 hilt or whatever. I don't know, but I just thought I found that fascinating, and I found yeah. it fascinating that the guy tempered the kyber crystals. So he like yeah, he's like hammering the yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, which which kind of made me think maybe this is part of his like special twist on lightsabers, right? Right, right. Like that's him doing that extra bit of whatever so that it responds to people rather than just turns on. Yeah. And it's a certain color, right? Well, and that, that <clears> one <throat> lightsaber that the, the giant robot guy, that's not really a robot, he presents to them is like this just perfect example of a lightsaber, right? Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. It is really beautiful. Yeah. It makes me think of like, like the Hanzo swords. Have you heard about oh those, the, right? the Hattori Hanzo? Yeah. Yeah, Hattori Hanzo sword. Which I, I yeah. mean, Kill Bill is where I've heard it. I'm, I'm not that's, like yeah, that's a the sword only place, expert. Yeah. yeah, that's the only place I've heard of it as well. But like that's what it made me think of is like, you know, this one of a kind, unique yeah. build. Yeah. And it looked the part, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really it was cool. beautiful. It's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump to the next one. Okay, let's do that. Because I think this next one it, it, it hits right in our wheelhouse, dude. This yeah, right in our yeah. wheelhouse. This has several <laughs> things in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay, so episode six, T zero B one or Toby, and it's just this little robot buddy guy mm-hmm. who is just hanging out with some old dude on some sort of godforsaken planet, yep. and they're chilling. And this the Toby kind of he he sort of learns about the the Jedi and the Sith and the Empire and the whatever just through like carvings on the walls and stuff like that. Right. Right. But he becomes just like, he becomes just like me when I was a kid mm-hmm. thinking about star Wars, you know, yeah. cause he's, he's like daydreaming about being a Jedi knight and like lightsabering the legs off of ATSTs and, right. and jumping up and, and like killing an ATAT with a lightsaber and like, leaping off toward a star destroyer to like lightsaber it to bits you know yeah like it's the it's the it's the perfect it that 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 part of the thing had that perfect this is a kid feel to it yeah you know very childlike quality very child and and of course the art helps too right it's right it's got this watercolor feel to it you know the background does and then and then these very bubbly big sort of like characters you know Bub- yeah. bubble dr- bubble styled right right yeah it had yeah lots of lots of kid except it, like it's not for kids really right but it it like takes you back to when you were a kid at the same time you know yeah, yeah. It's sort of yep. it's sort of it's like it's like it pays homage to the way star wars made you feel when you were a kid that's a great you know? way of putting it. That's a yeah. really good way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so tell me, tell me about your, tell me your thoughts on this one. Well, okay. So the first thing that I thought when, when this whole thing started, when this whole episode started, I thought, wait a minute, a cybernetic Pinocchio who wants to be a Jedi is <laughs> directly in our wheelhouse. Right. And that's why, yeah. I, that's why I brought that up. Yeah. He, and, and he becomes a Jedi. He really yeah. does. I mean, he, he, he gets knighted. Yeah. Yeah. He becomes a Jedi. Yeah. And he fights a Sith or a dark force user or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it reminded me of, it reminded me of Pinocchio. It reminded me of AI, which of course is a modern oh, yeah. telling yeah. of Pinocchio. Yeah. But it was, 
it was it was a really interesting episode and i like yeah. your take on it i like your idea that or your your concept that it is a good representation of what star wars made you feel like when you were a kid and and what star wars makes people like like our children or my daughter's not really into it but your son is is more into star wars than my daughter is yeah and some of these things may very well hold true for him too in his yeah. thoughts of star wars right sure. and, and and which also kind of like gets gets me to the point too of like the star wars universe is pretty fucking big and it's also it's big enough for kids to have a place there yeah you know yep in the media and in the material and stuff like that and this one is like it almost like for me it almost is like it's like a little sunday school lesson of like don't be so hard on the kid shit because it's yeah. for kid because the kid shit is for kids. Right. Right. Except what happens in this one isn't really kid shit, but, <laughs> yeah, not so much. but it's, but it, at least for me, when I, when I start to kind of hate on the kid stuff a little bit, because mm-hmm. I kind of get, sometimes I get negative feelings about like the clone wars animation stuff and sure. Whatever yeah. we've, we've panned some of that stuff a little bit. Or pieces pieces of that some stuff, right? Right, right. Here and there, we've we've kind of panned it, but like, settle the fuck down. It's just, some of it's for kids too, so like, that's true. Shut, shut the fuck up, Paul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good reminder that, that yeah. there is there is more than just our viewpoint on this. yeah There's more yeah. to it than that, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's got and it's got it, like it extends because like our one of our themes too, throughout the whole podcast that we've been doing is like droids are people. Right. right. Yep. And this is like next level of that. This is not only yeah. are droids people, droids can be Jedi. Right. We we posited this question a few episodes yeah. ago. And yeah. Here it is. That's... Here it fucking is. Wait. Did they uh, listen to our podcast? I mean, obviously they did. That's I think I think so. Not only can we claim I, I'm just gonna go ahead and stake the claim on that then. Like like I enjoyed this, but I guess I'm coming to realize that we enjoyed this because we inspired this, Rich. <laughs> this this exists because of us. This so is yeah, this is all us. Man. Let's just claim some credit while it's available on that. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a case of the force talking to us, right? Yeah. In that we asked yeah. the question and the force gave us this because force gave know, us, yeah. This is where we were going. Yeah. This is, I, yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I did, I, I did have a question about in this episode, there is a moment and I think it was the master that said something about by the will of the force. Right. And I wonder if it is pure hubris for the Jedi to believe that they could know the will of the force. Yeah. Or is it, or is it that if you're, more in tune like you think about it from like and i'm and i'm just i'm talking out of my ass here because i don't i don't know a lot about this but like saying like hi hi i'm rich's butthole and i'm about about to say some things (laughs) yeah so so like in in like buddha theology right Mm -hmm. there there are these different levels that you can attain right and then when you get to like that highest level at nirvana then you've 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 attained it right you're there you've Mm -hmm. gotten to it right so maybe it's a situation where like you get to certain levels and you can understand what the force wants. Mm. Yeah. You know? Cause I mean, like, 
I think it's got almost like a, it's got maybe that sort of, what do you want to call it? Like accepting the conflicting things about it. Right. So right. because the, sure. because the, because the paradox of, of prophecies is always that it's by trying to make it not come true that you make it come true. Right. Right. Sure. Oedipus and all that kind of stuff. Right. Almost every story that has prophecies of some kind, like it's going to happen and you trying to not make it happen, makes it happen. Right. So turn that on its head a little bit. And like, there's maybe there's maybe that, that level of like understanding the will of the force comes from that place of like, I, I kind of can foresee a little bit and I understand that there's nothing I can do that, that the only thing I can do is the thing I was going to do anyway. Right. Sure. Yeah. And so like, it's almost like it's, it's almost like in, in for, for this stuff, inside this stuff, the will of the force is like, it's what was going to be anyway. Right. You, yeah. by, by trying to, to like, understanding the will of the force is almost like giving up trying to poke it because that's fruitless right it's got hmm. it's got paradoxicalness to it and i like but i in my in my sort of thought meanderings here but i like that i like sure. that it has paradoxicalness to it right that that's sort of the the basis for lots of contemplation is start with a paradox and see which see what you can do right. and then the result is not that you resolve the paradox, but that you changed yourself in, in contemplating it. Right. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. This, this episode also had this great thing too, of like this, this Jedi guy, the old bearded guy. Yeah. He's the whole thing he's doing on this place is like, he's researching how to bring life to this planet. Right. Right. He's right. not doing anything like, lightsabery or whatever like that's what his his deal is that he's on this planet and he's going to bring life to it and then toby sort of achieves toby achieves that along the way to to his jedihood right that that piece of it which has nothing to do with lightsabers and whatever else right is like a necessary step on toby's path to becoming a jedi as well you know and then his Jedi, his Jedi life after that is going to other places right. and bring, bringing life there too, you know? Continuing with his master's yeah. plan, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just, I, I just, I damn sure enjoyed this one. I really did. Yeah, definitely. Like it, 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 like we've said already, it hits like a whole bunch of like things that we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I love about these these Man. these animes so far is that they seem to want to like just poke at those things that we've already we've yeah. talked about and we've thought about and we've pondered. Yeah, I really love that. Yeah, I really do. And these are like, I feel I've, I definitely feel like let's let's so let's let's jump to our decision point, right? Okay. Let's jump to sure. What are we going to do next time? Because. I think one of the obvious candidates for what we do next time is seven, eight, nine okay. of this stuff. Right. Yeah. That's, that's for me, that's at least a, a strong option. Right? Yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I want to watch the rest of these. So yeah. I'm in. 
And then the other, op- the last time the other option we had was like, I think a Vader ketchup. Was yep. that it? Darth Vader yeah. ketchup, yep. And There's I 50, also 58, like that. Uh, 58 flavors or 58 spe- spices, right? 58. So, so I move that we just have those two choices then. Okay. Because the, I'm, like, I'm, dig- I'm jiggy with both of those things. I'm pumped for either one. I also am jiggy with both of those things. Okay. So this time we're going to do heads for visions. Okay. And Tails, which has Vader on it, of course, is the Vader comic thing, right? Makes perfect sense. So now we let the Force decide. Came up heads. It's visions, baby. I love it. Look, see, now we like to we like to joke about this that the Force is guiding us to these things, but yeah, obviously we're we're. <laughs> We're, gro- we're, we're grooving, grooving along this. with this yeah. and and that's what we want to continue to do and so yeah hey, and like coin flip happened man listeners there is no there's no like cooking the coin here like, yeah i flipped it yep and it comes up and that's what we do yeah and this one came right into seven eight nine maybe one of these days we'll we'll release like one of the coin flips the video version of the coin flip so people can yeah. see so people that, can that there's see. no doctoring man it's all no. real the well, Force has guided us to Vision Seven Eight Nine. Yeah, I love Jeffs it. of the Multiverse. Like, I'm just ready to. I'm just ready to dive into those next ones. I'm pumped. Nice. Let's, Me too. let's just yeah. So week, we 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 say it to you all, Jeffs of the Multiverse. Next week is the next three episodes of Visions, and with that, we bid you space good night, <laughs> fellow Jedi traveler of the whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, you know. Don't, don't take any wooden nickels or something and you know may, hey may the may the dark side become confused on the way to your house just the multiverse okay bye <laughs>